Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show, where we don't glaze over any of the bakes, and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to Harvest Week. Yes, in October, in June. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, it was like a trip to a farmer's market. Yeah, except the farmer's market was probably, you know, getting stuff from like... <laughs> Metro. Peru or whatever. <laughs> You're like Peru. I'm like Metro. <laughs> well, no, 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 I meant like like the produce in the store. Oh, for yeah, the harvest totally. Of some oh, yes, of the, right? yes, like, yes, you know, yes, yeah. Even not for, everything is in season. Even and for it would berries, be it's too. a little early, I think, in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Harvest Week, I actually love this as a concept uh, for it. Like, what did you think of Harvest Week? I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was... Now, to be... I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. And then... I also realized that like everything is harvested, so it, yes, it can be kind of like broad. I felt I felt like um, the showstopper was the least harvest week thing in it. Yes, um, definitely showstopping, but uh, I felt like it should have been savory. Like the whole episode should have been like savory harvest. Yeah, yeah, root vegetables only. Yes, you know, or they should have done like a like a cornucopia of things at yeah. the end. Cornucopia of cornucopias. A, a, a cornucopia of corn. Yeah, <laughs> just a corn. <laughs> a copia. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. But a lot of fun overall. Like, and yeah. and I always enjoy the weeks where it's less themed by baking type or maybe by flavor or something like that because it just lets the I feel like it lets the bakers have a bit of fun. And it also lets the technical be whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Which is also interesting. It's baking week. Yeah. <laughs> it's baking week. You have to make something. <laughs> um, but actually, you know, I, I really did like this one. I, and uh, I'm excited next week, we'll get to it, is uh, uh, old school week. Yeah. And I really like the kind of ideas and and themings that they're coming up with stuff this season so i'd like to see harvest week return but i'd love for it to be like savory harvest mm. only I hope like they... it's only only savory things i i understand yeah i hope they have to bake a twinkie next week <laughs> i hope they have to make a twink next week well mm. <laughs> it's like okay i want to try some on yeah mm. Mm. Uh, okay so what was the signature this week it was a p-day p-day uh, yeah, these were really uh, uh, cute bakes. Um, so let's jump in. Heather was first up. Uh, Heather made a homegrown harvest pita. So this had a really good bake. Um, it was like a, a, a bit chewy. It was what? a bit chewy. Yeah, a bit chewy, but it had autumn, autumn all about it. Yeah, it was like a PSL and a pita. Oh, the P and PSL stands for pita spice. <laughs> loaf <laughs> good job there good job go. yeah, yes yeah i yeah. did that quick <laughs> hyper autumnal flavors Ooh, hyper i like that hyper autumnal flavors yeah hfl no h-a-l yes you're hilarious you're hilarious yeah hyper autumnal flavors Love yeah it. yeah that should be like starbucks's next like um, fall that's what Dunkin' campaign. Donuts is going to hyper autumnal flavors. That's what coffee time is going <laughs> to. Do. I I love it. I hyper love it. autumnal flavors. Yes. Um. Uh. But yeah, I really thought that Heather's was was like really nice and a very good bake. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um. And then we had Camila, who made a French onion pide. Okay. Going with her theme of like 
wet foods wet into foods baked that goods. don't end up <laughs> yeah, being too yeah, wet. Exactly, like, exactly. I kind of love that every time she does it, the judges are like... Kyla, specifically, is like... Isn't that going to be too wet? And I... She's like, Camila isn't it soup? Has... <laughs> <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it just like moisture... <laughs> straight up it's not just water yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but camila then, always yeah. pulls through and she just like smiles and is like yeah uh-huh but it's gonna be great yeah. like and i i love i you know what i think is so good is like um when you watch drag race and like you know rue will like come around to like the workstations <laughs> yeah, or something like, right mm-hmm. and then people are like i'm changing what i'm doing and i love when you know in these cases camila's like well, obviously, I mean, you can't change what you're doing at yeah. this point either. Um, you can't, like, hot glue some bags to, like, you know. But <laughs> but uh, uh, I do feel like I love that Camila is, like, she's not even faced. She's not worried. She just, like, knows that she has the skill to do it. Camila knows what she's doing. It's very yeah. obvious that she's either practiced a lot or yeah. you're just very, very skilled. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really awesome to see. But this one was a little too burnt on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I thought that this looked so good. They said it tasted just like the soup, but without that level of mo- like. I want to eat this pita so bad. Essence of French onion soup is what Michael. Memories of French memories, onion soup. Memories. <laughs> yeah. A time long past. You know there was French onion soup at the at the JG today. That was the oh, soup of the day, Michael. Oh yeah. See, I never get it because it's like. Cause all the the cheese on top, it's just it's very heavy. I always burn my tongue whenever I. Also that, and it's it's very um. It's it's very heavy. I, had I know. It it's a, I got it, the shits immediately. It, <laughs> maybe that's why it works for Camila. It's a soup that's actually kind of like a solid almost, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, this was great. Uh. Okay. Then we had Niv, who made a Kashka Badam John, pide. Yes. Um. So. Niv had clearly uh, uh, struggled with the baking on some of these. She had two that looked like perfectly yes. baked. Yes. But I don't understand how the others, like, I, I understand in terms of the time, but I don't understand in terms of the, how there were so few, like, if, if she had one tray that, let's say, had four on them. Yeah. And then she had these other two. Like, why wouldn't you leave the four in there for longer? But maybe she did them in batches of two, and I, that was the last batch of two. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe it was two trays, one close to the top of the oven, but they were in there for the same amount of time. Oh. And so one got hot real fast, yeah. and the other one... And also picked up the heat from the other ones, I think, as a result, on the top. Fair. But but two, I thought, were, like, perfect, and then, yeah, uh, several that weren't, but it had a really good filling. It did. In, uh, in Nibs there. Yeah, yeah, a diversity of appearances, but very good filling and flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had Andrew. Who made a party favorite, parentheses, it's spinach and artichoke dip, pide. So it was funny because when it said party favorite, at first I was like, I've never had that served at a party where I've been to Andrew's like before. And then he said, spinach and artichoke dip. And I was like, oh, yes. Okay, there we go. Like, yeah, Andrew loves spinach and artichoke dip and it is delicious. Mm. I can see how this one would be very good. Um, It had a very good bake on it. And um, they liked that it had the jalapeno kick in it um, because Kyla's kind of comment was if it didn't have that, it could have just ended up being spinach and artichoke dip (laughs) in like a pita bowl. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She can't believe she ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But that one was really good. Oh, and I just want to interject here for a second. Yeah. So last weekend, we were uh, away with uh, uh, Andrew and his husband, Mark, and some of our other friends. And we got to their place. And Andrew had baked the Boston cream pie mm. from the week one technical. And he did it just because he heard me say it on the podcast. And it was so good. It was so good. Um, Someone's favorite. It was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> it was so good. Um, yeah, it, it was delicious. And um, like really good pastry cream. And like the the layers of the cake were great. Um, and if you follow Andrew on Instagram, the picture that he posted of the Boston cream pie, I took that photo. Oh, look at you. Yeah, with my camera. Look at you. Yeah. Cross-pollinating. It was supposed to rain all weekend, so oh. I brought my camera to be like, I could just, like, take headshots for everyone if they, like, just so, like something to do, right? And then it ended up being, like, a beautiful, gorgeous day, so I did all these out- outdoor fall photos and a photo of the Boston Green Pie. Okay, one of my team members literally was, like, like they posted a new headshot, like, on their profile, like, at work on Zoom or whatnot. And I was like, oh, that's such a good photo. And they were saying, oh, yeah, we were all hanging out. My friend had a really good camera, so we decided to just take headshots. I'm like, that's amazing. I can just bring it over whenever you want. I know. I need yeah. new I need. I need, I need new I did that for Tristan, like, b- before. He was using that photo for – or maybe I just kept it as his profile photo on my phone <laughs> You're like, phone I for like years. it very yeah. much. <laughs> whenever yeah. I message, it's like, oh, do you want to receive the new photo? No, no, I don't. No. <laughs> I message hates you. Or Why? you Excuse changed me? you changed your photo so many times that now iMessage is like James just has no photo. Okay, so <laughs> so when iOS when iOS seventeen seventeen yeah. came out and you can yeah. make a contact card, yeah. I made eight to nine changes to my contact card in very very quick succession yeah 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 yeah. like literally every time i would text you sometimes in the same conversation be like james has a new photo and the weird thing then is that it wouldn't even give me the option to say do you want to accept it it just kept auto accepting it and i was like but i like that old photo of james better oh anyway we have to trade we have to swap contact cards that will update we'll boop our phones together exactly exactly Um, okay, we digress. So Loic was next. Uh, who made a wild harvest, P-Day. Yeah, I wrote, um, yum. Looks lovely. Yeah, good bake. Um, the one thing was that it seemed like uh, uh, they, Kyla had mentioned that there must have been some time in which they were resting for, for a little too long on their own, and they just overproved like a little bit that you could see some of that on like the edges. Cause there was, yeah, like, some the of braiding. the braids yeah. kind of puffed out. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that these were really good. Definitely, and they they looked very they cooked they were cooked very well. And I thought, um, in terms of sort of brunch flavors, which I believe was the goal, I I liked the the combination. I liked the asparagus, and then he poached in the deep fried eggs on top. Oh, and halloumi, halloumi, hello, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, delicious! Yeah, yeah. It, it actually so obviously everything that people make, I always want to eat. But this one, this one made me think about like. Actually, in Toronto, especially some of those restaurants where they're like brunch in a day and then everyone wants to go try it. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one of those um, Toronto's hottest new places, brunch in a day Precisely, yeah. precisely, yeah. totally. Um, okay, then we had Kathy, uh, who made a peppy pepper day Pop, 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 pop. Oh God! All of the 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 plosives in P-day. saying yeah. Hyper picked. Yes. There's plosives and sibilance, and sibilance is when your S's are really hissy, and plosives are when, like, your P and your B really make, like, a 
if I was really wealthy, I would have two corgis and name one plosive and name the other one <laughs> sibilance. sibilance. Oh and you could be like, plosive, sibilance, come here. Plosi, plosi. <laughs> right? But then people would think you just named your dog Nancy Pelosi. Well, if you. Uh, uh, not around that. But if you, if you called it plosive, then yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I. So that I, if I would have two dogs and yeah. I would name them those names. Love that. I love it. I love that for you. It's so right for me. It is. It's like very, <laughs> you would. Like you said, like if you were right, you would. Why not? <laughs> you, it would be so amazing. And then yeah. whenever you take them to the vet and they have to like register the dog, they, I'd be like plosive. And then they would get that. <laughs> they, would, they would look at me and then I would look at them. And then at one point they'd be like, so how do you spell that? And I'm it's like, X, ah, I got you. It's explosive just without the E-X. Yes, exactly. Um, Z-Y. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so we had Kathy, and uh, this was a really, really great bake. Yeah. God, she's so Very talented. Very even, consistent bake. The only thing was there were a couple where she'd had to sort of like slice them because the sides had touched and yes. joined together. No touching. No touching. Exactly. Yeah. Arrested development. <laughs> no touching. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, these were great. I really loved the color on them. The flavor was great. Um, you know, like it's 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 interesting, and I think it kind of comes out through the remainder of the episode. I think there were a few bakers this week who made things that. You know, in, in terms of the reviews, right? Got a um, almost felt like a bit more like jubilant in terms of mm. praise, or the colors were brighter. But then you kind of get this undercurrent of like Kathy really coming through with either consistent bakes or just like really fun different flavors. Yeah, this week. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and last but not least, we had Candace, uh, who made an asparagus obsessed, obsessed, pita. Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Okay, I screwed that up. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with mustard. I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with asparagus. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Um, and they said that the shaved fennel really brought it together. It's a very good idea with the lemon vinaigrette in particular, yeah. which makes it bright because there's a really good asparagus, like asparagus, shaved fennel, lemon vinaigrette. Like that is a bomb.com flavor combination. Yeah. Yeah. The great contrast and um uh uh I can't read what that it was says. also very rich in yes. flavor, delicious, well baked. Yeah, yep. A uh, really good one from Candace here. Mm-hmm. And that was the signature. And moving along to the technical. James, what was the technical this week? A thousand layer mooncake, the food of my people. I had never seen this before. Man, oh man, it's like quite a, uh, especially like in the perfect, perfect tent, like when they, you yes. know, wow. It's a beautiful color and like just the, you know, uh, it looks like a flower. Yeah, it's like, I think it's supposed to represent, I think it's supposed to like a lotus bud sort of yeah. vibe. Yeah. And for the record, that's why we don't make them, we buy them. Because they're so difficult. So difficult oh. to make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no one's, you know, no. I mean, I'm sure some are, but like most, we're like, mm, yeah, you go to TNT. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not making those at home. Yeah. I'm going to have these commercially made, please, <laughs> and thank you. Um, yeah. But no, this was a cool one. So uh, let's jump in. First up was Kathy. Uh, so Kathy's were a little bit paler. I think, especially the 
purple layer, not enough yeah, color in there, really a little too pale. Yeah, they really didn't have enough yeah. color, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then, but the taste was good overall. The taste yeah. was correct, and I think the tarot was done really well. Well, and as we see with the, the placement, the order, yes. right, is that the color is important in terms of, like, the look, but clearly the technical skill of what was presented in this bake was still very high because of how Kathy placed, because... To me, when you look at it, it's like, oh, those are very pale, but that clearly didn't factor in too strongly here. Yeah, it was also interesting, and this is not to hammer on on, on Kathy's bake, at, you know, much at all. But when you, I think you and I both noticed when when they were bringing them to the gingham altar, it looked all, they almost looked a little shorter. They almost yeah. looked a little flatter. So that that was interesting in terms of how the judges were making calls and placing. Um, a bit of learning for me there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we had Loic. So Loic mentioned this during the bake that he that there was a bit too much flour during the lamination process and added and that came out essentially i wrote lol lack of lamination Mm. yeah yeah they were baked well but too much flour too much flour in the fact that it impacted the bake and too much flour in that it was literally in the taste of the bake and that is the one thing you you cannot have it's like that and nutmeg but like like you can you can have the taste of nutmeg in something. It's only if it's too much nutmeg. If you taste any flour in the bake, no. I think you did it wrong. Oh, well, no, I know. I agree. I just remember, was, was it Julia Child? I think she said you should never taste something and say, oh, nutmeg, which means you've had too much nutmeg in it. <laughs> like you can add it, but no one should ever drink or eat something and be like, oh, that's nutmeg. That means there's too much nutmeg. Interesting. So similar, if you bite into someone, into something, into someone, into something, ooh, and, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of, like, oh, that's flour. That means it's been too much flour. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I mean. Good reference. And I can't remember where I heard that. It must have been on YouTube or something. Probably. Uh, but 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 to back to Loic's Bake, it was unfortunate because the filling was actually done really well. It was just um, the flour was fighting for fair fives. <laughs> <laughs> I love, we're just all about the alliteration here for for Harvest Week. Um, And then we had Camila. Who had the closest color to the desired bake from Mm -hmm. the perfect tent. Um, The shape was good. And there was really good flaking as Mm -hmm. well in the pastry, which is another like purpose to the thousand layers it's supposed to, the layers are actually supposed to be there, supposed to flake apart. Yeah. So then I wrote LOL lots of lamination yes that was our original lol i know i know so there's lol lack of and lol lots of which one you are you'll never know yeah exactly so sometimes i just wrote lol and it's like (laughs) i hope i'm talking about the right one here you can guess uh yeah but no these were really good um the only thing i think they wanted a slightly more consistent shape yes between all of them correct um okay then andrew who had the darkest of the mooncakes one would say so a bit darker darker purple but still very good layers but i think it was a little it was a little elastic parts of the yeah they need a bit more baking um and they were definitely a little too purple Mm -hmm. not not to a point of being like unnaturally purple but like on the road yeah yeah to to violet yeah 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 um heather uh, Heather had beautiful spirals. Uh, the bake was more uniform in this case compared to Camila. And then the dough was also flaky. Perfect texture. Flaky dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tender flaky. Very good one here. And then Niv. Uh, Niv painted some very cute moons on the top. 
Um, but the dough was struggling, mm-hmm. um, and it was a little pasty as there a result, right? No, no gluten because it needed more kneading. Right, it like didn't, it didn't form. Formed, yeah, right? and yeah. then on top of that, they needed more baking. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Candace, um, who had spirals, you know, uh, but it was a little underbaked still. So it was you got form, you got factor. It's just a little underbaked. Yeah, yeah, and good flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Man, we zipped through that. Well, I mean, there's only seven of them. I know, I know, there's only seven of them. them And, like, you know, there's only so many. (laughs) And and the other thing is, I think they, they, I mean, I mean, of certain certain things aside, right? Like, you know, that that we had mentioned. I think in terms of the modal distribution, like, I think a lot of them did actually pretty well. Yeah. So there wasn't too much to say. You know, and, like, everyone's super talented. But when I see those technicals, sometimes I'm like, Mm, I don't don't know about this one, but everyone, for the most part, did pretty well. So it was nice to see. Yeah, absolutely. Not like the mochi disaster. Or the dumplings. Oh, yeah. Like everyone's like, Kyla's like, uh, I can't eat this. There's raw meat. It's still oinking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's do the orders. Loic was seventh. Neve was sixth. Andrew was fifth. Candace was fourth. Kathy was third. Camila was second. And Heather came first. Heather was the Linda Evangelista of Thousand Layer Mooncakes. Wow. Good job, Heather. Congratulations. Yeah. Did you flake that dough yourself? <laughs> did you? I was like, did, did you? Did you steam those egg yolks yourself? <laughs> did you make that purple yourself? Did you laminate that dough they eat her, her up. up every single time. Yeah, no, she could show a... up there with a dough ball, and they would still <laughs> stop. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're gonna have that. Like, I think that's pretty perfect. But we're gonna have that perfected by the end of the season. I think so. Oh, totally. I think so. Um, so, congrats, Heather, on being the Linda Evangelista of Thousand Layer Mooncakes. Yes. Um, that was the technical. So the showstopper is a what? Fruit tile tart, which is a geometric fruit masterpiece on a family size tart. I love that they had to say a family size tart. So you didn't end up making like. Could you imagine if someone like a made personal one... pan pizza? <laughs> <laughs> like, but then I I feel like, I, you know, you always put it in writing, right? But um, if it's called a showstopper. Can, oh yeah. Can you have a showstopper on a personal pan pizza? If you made a microscopic Ooh, tart, that yeah. would also be a showstopper. Yeah. I don't know how they taste it, but um, you know, it'd still be a showstopper. They just eat the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Mm, yeah, I got I got the notes of nutmeg. <laughs> yeah. All they taste is nutmeg. <laughs> it's just nutmeg. <laughs> yeah. It just is nutmeg. I, it, yeah. it was it's actually just, <laughs> it's, just it's just a piece of nutmeg. Um, Okay, so first up, we had Andrew. Uh, Who made a fruit explosion. Tile tart. Oh, yes, because of the the fireworks. Yeah, Niagara Falls. Yes, I was like, Tim Horton's, like, muffin, like, fruit explosion. I was like, Gushers? Oh, okay, I ate Gushers again recently. (laughs) Why? Okay, because we went to someone had a 90s-themed birthday party, and they had all of the 90s-themed (laughs) snack foods. So there was Dunkaroos and Fruit by the Foot and, like, Gushers. is is just icing sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Still delicious. Um, Yeah. But the Gushers... 
okay, growing up, I, I don't know if it's shrinkflation or whatever, yeah. but like I bit into the gut and there was like nothing came out. Oh, really? It was just like, boop, like nothing. I remember in school, we used to take the bag and then we would like shove as many in our mouth as possible at one time and start chewing it. And it was like the craziest thing ever. And it was like, you just get like a sugar high. There's like six gushers in a bag. You know what? That's probably for the best at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But no, I was There like... was like probably eight or ten as a kid. Oh, totally. Like it was well, like wild. And yeah. I think there used to be more filling in it. And I swear the filling used to be flavored. The filling yeah. in it in the gush I had, like you could taste the outside candy, but the inside literally just tasted like corn syrup. No, it was flavored. Yeah. It, just it would be like, like tart or something like that. No. And I was expecting the tartness. And again, it just literally was like corn syrup oh tragic yeah so (laughs) (laughs) someone should made a gushers chart (laughs) it's just a giant hexagon (laughs) yeah yeah at the top and then it's like oh no here's what i would do my curd doesn't set and i'm like i'm making a gushers (laughs) you're like that's just the juice (laughs) it's supposed to be like that um okay so back to (laughs) 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 do you want like your corn syrup (laughs) okay oh my god okay back to reality andrew's uh uh fireworks display i thought this was very pretty and kyla made the great comment looked like it could be in a magazine see you on the cover of the magazines Mm, yes yeah it was really good um the only thing was it had a slightly soft filling yes um and uh uh, the dough needed a bit more um structure Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed the use of the black and the blueberries to Mm. create a night sky it had a depth to it it was like yeah. I also got like slight witchy vibes. Like it was a little like ooky spooky a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. just how depth, like how deep that night was. Yeah, I really the, enjoyed the, that. The dark, like again, to uh it did paint a like a picture, right? Yes. Like of it as opposed to just sort of being like shapes or something. Like that darkness of those berries really did. It was very ma- you know where you'd see it? Cover food and wine magazine. Food and drink? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah. No, no. It, I think Darla is probably even what Kyla was thinking yeah. about. And then we had Heather. Uh, who made uh, a Northern Lights fruit tart. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the feedback was it needed a bit more intricate work mm-hmm. um, on this one. Like there was a lot of um, negative space. Yes. I also right. like that they use the term negative space. Yeah. It was like, oh, very, very Arty. good. Very artsy. Yeah. I think this one in the picture, I feel like the fruit, it's almost like the fruit needed to be candied or gemmed mm. to a very specific color because I, I forget what she was using. I didn't know if it was like, key, no, it was honeydew. I think the challenge was, honeydew is the thinner you slice it the less green it looks yeah so i think since the fruit was thinner i think she actually had to slice it thinner because it was sinking um it just didn't get the pop against the dark purple like the purple was so rich yeah and so i think that was a bit of a challenge yeah um, yeah from that perspective and the curd was a little too soft yeah 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 um okay then we had camila uh who made a sunny day salpicon i wrote vivant um like uh uh did you watch it just like that yeah you know which episode 
uh, the second season yeah. when she runs into Candace Bergen and she's like, I'm starting my magazine. It's called Vivant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alive! Yeah. Exclamation point, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but like the judges were like, oh, it's so like lively, yeah. right? And I was like, Vivant! Yeah, it was like the um, power of a thousand suns. Yeah. The only thing was the, the droopy edges, I really do agree with the judges on like they, that was a little distracting, just the sort of... Um, Really? The, the bit of the I, fruit. I'm surprised Kyla picked on that. Really? To be honest, yes. I, I I did notice it was the first thing when they oh. showed it from the side. I was like, you know, oh, they're a little droopy. But then the more I saw it, I, I can see how that would, because of how perfectly um, sharp everything else was. Right. right. If everything else wasn't on sharps and points, right. I don't think it would have been as big of a deal. But it's in this mm. case that, that then it kind of comes through. Good point. Um, but Camila did make a watermelon jelly, which is fascinating to me uh, because I don't have watermelon jelly. I don't think I've ever had watermelon no, jelly. So I'd be really curious how the flavor carries through. Mm -hmm. um, but I think overall needed a bit more baking time as well. Some of the crust, right? But the jelly was really good. And so was the orange mousse. Yes. Mm, delicious. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we had Kathy. Who made a crickets, literally, and quilts. Child tart. I was just leaving some noise for crickets. No, I'm kidding. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, this was like uh, really precise, and we got the I got the quilt that I was asking for. Yeah, you want the um, quilt? Yeah. Pain. So that that was great. Um, really good knife skills. Very precise. Like uh, this really was very um, uh, uh, quilty. Mm -hmm. um, I believe Kyla used the words iconic. Mm. She's an icon. Yeah. And she is the moment. She is the moment. Yeah. Uh, the jelly set really well as well, which was mm -hmm. great because this wasn't, um, it was not consistent this week. And they liked the crust. I they know. thought that the, what was it, walnuts and crickets ended up tasting like sesame. Because you know those bug proteins give some umami. <laughs> you want an umami bomb? Throw a couple of crickets yeah. in, your, in your meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, and the other thing, too, was they were saying, I think, with the uh, 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 curd or whatnot, it just needed a little more acidity. Yes. the only thing. But they loved that crust. I would be curious to try it, um, to try the crust. I, I still am not quite ready for, like, bug protein. But this is maybe how you start me. Well... You're probably already eating bug protein on a daily basis, because like bugs fall into foods all the time. So if you oh no, have no, no, legs, no no no, but I mean like oh. like oh you mean like but formally yeah, yeah. like and, and not just like formally I mean like um uh uh like a lot dedicated right? like like enough where like a flavor comes through like if a fly is dead in something like okay whatever yeah. right it's like in the everything else right but I, I'm talking hmm. yeah. I think they have, they make bug pasta now. Ew. So it's like high protein yeah, yeah, pasta. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that would taste good. Well, I guess it tastes like the sauce. Okay. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Loic. <laughs> Who made a throwback towel tart. I just threw my head back. Dab. Throwback. Throw in back. Uh, good design elements on this one, um, but a bit of a soft filling. Yes. Yeah. This is one also where, compared to the picture... Now, I know it's not always the picture, but I like when I saw the f picture, the hand drawn picture, I was like, oh, I get this. It's a bit more 60s, like it's geometric. There's some like hot colors. But I think with this one, it's just sometimes it's hard to get the fruit that exact same vibrant color. Mm. I think that was a bit more throwback. So, yeah. Um, but it was still a very 
beautiful pattern. It just looked a little different. Like I didn't really get throwback as much as a result. I got like intricate. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Definitely intricate for sure. And he did do a good job of like retaining sort of uh, the natural shapes or using certain things to like have that be the element as opposed to cutting something into like, uh, so that was, that was a good, um, and they liked the the rose hip uh, flavor. But mm-hmm. again, the, the soft filling um, was, was you know, one of the pieces. There. Yeah, there was a, some dripping yeah. that was happening. Um, and then we had Niv. Who made a nuclear tree foil tart. I, I really, I'm, I'm laughing because I love that she made like a nuclear sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty amazing. And it did really, it was, Bruno made the joke, radiant color. Very bright. It very, was, very bright. It was very cool. Like the, the, the blackberries really did. It's funny, whenever I see a blackberry just on its own, I'm like, that's not black. And then when you see it next to something yellow, I'm like, oh my God, that fruit is black. Very dark. It's, it's like, yeah, very interesting. Um, but it was sinking. And we did see this as she was starting to put um, whatever the rose was in the center. Mm. She placed it in while she was working on it. And it did start to slowly move in. Um, but uh, it had a good dough and the, the flavor uh, tasted really good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we had Candace. Who made a tropical dream tart. Oh yeah, when we saw it, we thought it was like it, it gave me like white lotus vibes. Yeah, yeah, I think because yeah. of the tiling or something like that, totally. it gave me white lotus vibes. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I, I definitely like you were the one who said it, and I was like, oh yes, that is exactly what this is. It was lots of sharp points. Yeah, and almost like it was almost like a fractal to a certain extent because of like how the patterns repeated themselves, and it just kind of gave me that sort of like it was almost, it was almost like a little mysterious. It was, a, it was a little, it was like a little cryptic in a way. I really liked that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember this summer how that White Lotus song was like a jam that would get like played places? Oh my god, I still listen to it, like the the second season one more than the yeah. first. Oh season yeah, one. the, like the that, second that, season one is like a like total a bop. bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I still listen to it. They played it in gay clubs this summer. Yeah, like, there's like, like we remixes be, of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, but like we'd be like out dancing, and then like White Lotus would come on. Yeah, it's a great song. I was like, what? Yeah, so crazy. Ha- have you looked up the composer, like Chris, Christoph, whatever? When you look, like he's like he lives in the woods or something. He has like a crazy beard and mustache. Like you should look him up. He has a YouTube video. It's he's he's super cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So back to Candice. Uh. Yeah. So this had a really good crust and a really good mousse on it, and they did really like that she retained again that kind of the natural shape of some of the the parts of the fruits that she'd chosen. Definitely. There was a, I would argue that there was like a bit of a simplicity to the pattern, which I think like if you kind of hold everything side by side, I think like before and after there was a lot of like pow, like at all, all the other, all the other patterns were heavier, mm-hmm. right? Like they were like, like if I think about Heather or Andrews, like they were really dark, right? Dark backgrounds, heavy, like Loix, there was a lot. Kathy's was great, but the quilt pattern was also like, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Candace's colors were lighter. Mm. And if I really think about it now, in a way, like way more delicate yeah. and beautiful in a way. Yeah. But at the immediate contrast, I didn't sense that as much. Yeah. But the star fruit was really well used. And she even kept like the green edges of yeah. the star fruit to give contrast and depth. So I wish they had focused on that a little bit more. I felt like there was some details that candace really paid attention to that they didn't really talk about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but no this one was really good um anything else to say it may actually have been one of my favorites now that i think about it really yeah wow. yeah 
Okay, well, there you go. Um, that's all the bakers of, of the week. That's all the showstopper. So the star baker for the week was Kathy once again. Totally. Um, I think Candace got quite close here. Um, right. You know, she was fourth in the technical, right? Mm-hmm. Kathy was third in the technical. And I think that Heather's showstopper here is what what pulled her just out of the running. Um like uh, uh, the curd being too soft. Yeah, and whatnot, I agree. Right? Because yeah. I think she was really close and she was first in the technical. But a well-deserved win to Kathy here. Um, the crickets probably pushed it uh, uh, yeah. over the edge. Yeah. It's, like, right? it's like a little Michelin-y almost. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 So congrats, Kathy. Um, great job. But unfortunately, the baker who went home this week was Niv. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And she's so sweet. I met her at the premiere. Yeah. Very, very nice. Just the nicest. Uh, uh, so this is such a bummer that, that she went home, but you know, sometimes they just have small issues. I will say again, the bakers and the caliber this season, all so strong that when someone does go home, it's like someone's only going home because someone has to go home. Yeah. Not I because agree. someone has failed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of the, the role of the week sometimes. Exactly. Um, all right. So next week is old school week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm super excited. I wonder how they define old school. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like 2001. It's going to be <laughs> 90s and I'm going to scream. Uh, I think it's going to be. Okay, fine. Do we want to bet? You're no, saying... I don't want to bet. Okay. There's going to be one 90s thing because 90s is now old school and it's old school because Gen Alpha dresses like they're from the 90s. Yes, that is very true. Bucket hats. Yes. Oh, don't get me started on fucking bucket, bucket hats, crop I, tops, no, loose no, denim, yeah, no, wide leg. No, I hate everything they're wearing now. I hate all of it, but I hate <laughs> none of it more than a bucket hat. I hate bucket hats. I detest <laughs> I have such strong feelings about bucket hats. Um, no, I don't like. You don't like the bucket hat. No, no, right. and I. But I don't like all of the other bits too. Like the other you know, bits. the loose denim. Like oh no, no. no. You know, like skinny jeans. Yeah. They think that's like what old moms wear, right? Yeah. They're like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They're all about like not like boot cut. They're about like extra boot cut. Yeah, and there's a whole thrifting thing going on. I mean, I appreciate. I, I always appreciate the generations as they come. I I do appreciate like the different things, but it is interesting how they like cycle. And why know? '90s? Why not? That's the. I was like, I mean, it was a good time in some ways. I think it's because fashion was so... not great in the '90s no, though. Pleated be- khakis, no ma'am. No. No, mm-mm. no, you ma'am. know, if you watch early episodes of The Office, <laughs> they're wearing pleated khakis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I worked at The Gap. We sold pleated khakis till like 2008. Yeah. And, and uh, The Office starts in 2004. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, and when we told people we were getting rid of them, we had men come and buy every pleated khaki. I, yeah. And he was like, I heard you guys aren't selling these anymore. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, so I need to, so, so now you're making me buy, well, anyway, so they came and they bought a ton. Wow. I'm sure they're still wearing them to this day. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, okay. I think the reason why for the nineties thing is that they, um, everything's so HD now 
that they got into the 90s because they liked the the like lo-fi the lo-fi yeah. but still something recent enough that you could pin the same people got and i it. think they like the lo-fi and then theory. as a result you keep watching the lo-fi and you watch the fashions I, and then it slowly just percolates i do miss lo-fi sometimes things are too hd yeah and they don't need to be yeah they yeah don't need to be agreed like agreed don't care yeah yeah all right well we'll see you here next week for old school week thanks again everyone for listening uh if you would like to reach out you can do so uh and follow us on instagram at gcbs podcast anything else you want to say james no it's been a lot of fun all right we will see you next week bye goodbye the cooling rack is a messenger bag media podcast for more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.